The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed. And they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. What an odd text today of Jesus doing an exorcism, walking into the synagogue and casting out demons. Though what stands out to me is not the exorcism, but rather two phrases that seem to refer to the people who encountered Jesus. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority. And they were all amazed and kept asking one another, what is this? They were astounded. They were amazed. Not because of Jesus' exorcism, but by his authority and his teaching. Can you relate? I mean, when was the last time Jesus astounded and amazed you? Can you recall a time when the presence of God in your life caught your attention and held it? When a sacred moment, encounter, word, image, or experience brought you to your knees? I ask because, let's face it, these are rough, unlikely days for astonishment. These are rough days where God is easily noticeable. And our days have been filled with a lot of hardship. We are weary, anxious, bored, depressed, scared, lonely, spiritually empty, unsure of what the future holds. Where? In the midst of all of this, might we experience awe, wonder, astonishment, surprise. Where is the voice of authority, power, grace, and healing that snaps us back into the full reality, into vibrant living, into the now? I ask because I too am fighting my own sense of apathy as we come close to one whole year in this pandemic of struggling to not be in community, building relationship, teaching and administering the sacraments, I too seek God's wonder. And so I spent the past few days trying to dive into what the characters in this week's gospel lesson were feeling. I imagined myself sitting right there in the pews as Jesus taught, 
taught with his authority and power, taught about God's love and community, taught about stuff I thought I kind of knew, but never heard it put that way before, I imagine being amazed. And then I also imagine myself as the person possessed by the unclean spirit. This man in the story, he draws us to him. He's loud, he interrupts, he draws our, our attention away from Jesus. He is, for many of us, the shocking and intriguing part of the story. But he doesn't have the same effect on the people in the synagogue. Their attention is on Jesus. They are astounded by his teaching. His words make a difference. His authority and presence is like nothing they have ever heard before. Even the man with the unclean spirit, is shocked and intrigued by Jesus. He asks, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? What's so powerful about Jesus' presence is that it doesn't just fill the space with words. Jesus' teaching reveals the truth about his listeners' lives. And in turn, we reflect on ours. You see, the people in the synagogue are used to this man with the unclean spirit. He could have been any one of them. It is an image of what the lives of those in the synagogue looks like. Not a physical image, but the presence of the unclean spirit in their synagogue describes the disease of their soul, the many voices within them. And the spirit actually speaks for the man. In looking at him, they see themselves and are astounded by the contrast of the one who has a clean spirit, Jesus of Nazareth. And pay attention to what the unclean spirit says. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? He uses the plural, speaking for everyone in the synagogue that day. He represents everyone who has ever experienced the brokenness of life. He is the spokesperson for all who feel distanced from God. He represents our human condition. And Jesus responds, be silent and come out of him. Jesus truly sees the man behind the unclean spirit and calls him out, silencing the voices within us all. The one that makes us feel so distant from Jesus. So instead of running away from this man with the unclean spirit or just accepting that it's in our midst, Jesus replies, everything. I have absolutely everything to do with you. What a beautiful answer to our longing that we are not alone in the brokenness of our own lives. That we too have experienced separation and brokenness, isolation and grief. We carry with us this burden of guilt and reveal the many different personas that we have inside of us. The various masks that we each don upon our faces. 
It's so easy when we respond to people on emails and phone calls, Zoom meetings and Facebook. Yes, I'm doing fine. I'm good. And each day we put on a mask and not share our true feelings with those around us. When the truth is, we're all just hanging on by a thread, not sure how to get through the rest of the day. We use our personas as masks to hide the truth of what our life is like and who we are. The more we do that, the more we hide who we might become. The masks keep trapped inside the voices that are in us all. The voices of judgment and condemnation, grief, fear, guilt, anger, Voices that make us constantly compare ourselves to others. The voices that demand perfection. The voices that tell us we will never be enough. The voices that tell us we have to do things alone. Every one of those voices is a false voice. The voice of the unclean spirit that separates us from our authentic self, from all that we love, and all who love us. Deep down, we long for intimacy and authenticity, but the last thing we want is to be found out, to have someone see us for who we truly are and who we are not. So we put on a good front, hoping that will gain us approval, acceptance, and love. We say the right things, act the right way, dress and behave the right way, even believe the right way. And all the while, we are creating ourselves in the image and the likeness of the unclean spirit. The irony is that those fronts we put up, those personas, those masks that we wear, keep us from having the very things we think they will gain us. Things like intimacy, love, acceptance healing, forgiveness, and authenticity. The personas offer no possibility for life to flourish and to be abundant. And still, we hold on to those false voices, voices that collectively ask, have you come to destroy us? That is exactly what Jesus has come for. He has come to unmask what is within us. He silences our false voices. He casts out all our personas and makes us people with a clean spirit. He has everything to do with us. Wherever pain is, wherever darkness is, wherever torment is, God is. God has everything to do with us, even and maybe especially when we are at our worst, when the shadows overwhelm us, when the demons shriek the loudest, when the hope of liberation feels like nothing more than fantasy, that is when Jesus' authority brings the walls down. He stands before us as a mirror image of who we can become. He calls us into our true self, the one made in the image and likeness of God, and reveals to us the ones who are fearfully and wonderfully made. He calls us back into the beauty and the wholeness of our original creation. Jesus 
silences the voices within us that pull us away from God. In this difficult season we're all walking through, I pray that we can recover a capacity for holy amazement. I pray that we can listen to the voice of God and be astounded by what we hear because God has everything to do with us. Amen.